Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. I just give honor to God tonight, who is the head of my life. I thank and praise him for this opportunity to bring forth the word of encouragement tonight. And I thank uh, Apostle Joanne for asking me to do it. And I give God all the glory. Praise God. So we're going to have a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you tonight for bringing us all together one more time in the name of Jesus. And Father, I ask you, Father, to bless each and every one of us that's on this line tonight. And Father God, open up our spiritual ear to hear what the Spirit has to say. And give us an understanding of what the Spirit is saying to us tonight. Do your word. And we give you the glory for it, Father God. We ask you to bless everyone one by one and name by name. And meet all our needs tonight. And we give you the glory, Father God, for your word. And just help us, Lord God, to put it in our heart so that we can serve you the right way. And we give you the glory for it already done. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, we're going to go to Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verse 10 through 18. And all of my scriptures will be coming from the KJV version, the King James version. All of them will be coming from there. Amen. Praise God. And uh, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girded about with the truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shored with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery dots of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is, is the word of God, praying with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication in the Spirit for all saints. And I took my topic from there. My topic is going to be, got my wall clothes on. Because Paul is saying here that the kind of world that we are living in and being a child of God, 
that we are in a battle, a spiritual warfare. And we are fighting against satanic powers, the devil and his demons, as they work in men and women in high and low places. He said, our battle is not with one another, but it is with these spiritual evil personalities that men are allowed to take over their minds. And if we want to win, we must be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We can't fight in our strength. We are not strong enough. That's why Paul said we must put on the whole armor of God. The Bible dictionary says that the armor of God says that it's an expression that symbolizes the combat equipment of a Christian soldier who fights against spiritual wickedness. And it's the full resource of God. And it's available to all who take up his or her cross and follow Christ. It's ours. Paul said for us to put on the whole armor of God, not part of it, but all of it, all seven pieces of it. And the first piece of that armor is to put on the girdle of truth, which is Christ Jesus, the word that was made flesh. Satan is a liar, and we must oppose him with the truth. We're going to go to John 14 and 6, and it says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. And his truth is what holds everything together in our life. And we must live the truth and stand on it. You can't let no deception come in. Because if you do, you won't be able to fight a victorious battle. The second piece is to put on the breastplate of righteousness because it will protect our heart, our most vital organs. Our heart is protected from the unrighteousness of this world. Romans 1 and 17 says, For there is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, letting you know our righteousness comes from God. It's the armor plate over your heart protecting you from the unrighteousness of this world. We got to have the righteousness of Christ. And the third piece of the armor is having your feet charred with the breastplate of the gospel of peace. These shoes are the gospel, the power of God. That's your real power to defeat the devil. 
You can't walk. You, we can walk all over and through the devil's roughest territory, and you can stand because of the gospel of Christ that's in your life. We can't let the enemy fool us because God has, a, he has a, a equipped us to fight the enemy with. Now, the fourth piece of that is the, is the shield of faith. You must have faith because God is a faith God. He's a God of faith. Hebrew 11 and 6 tells us that that without the faith, it is impossible to please God. For he is, for he that is coming to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. Romans 10 and 17 tells you that Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when we put our faith in God and trust him and his word, we can overcome the devil and his fiery dots and and disbelief. When you are living in faith, the devil can't get to you. He can't get to you. And he won't be able to. To you, you know, permanent harm. So we got to stay in faith. Because that's your shield to keep the devil at bay. We have to keep him at bay with faith. Now the next piece of the armor is the helmet of salvation. That is the the that is to repent and have and have a change of heart towards God so that his spirit can save our souls. When we submit to God, his spirit can indwell our spirit and body, making you his property. And in order for this to happen, you have to repent. You must repent. In Acts 2, 28 through 29, it reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord God shall call. Once, once we put our, put on the helmet of salvation, we are we are we belong to God. We are His property. You belong to Him, and He promised never to leave you nor forsake you. He will stay with you. So when we had the the, um, helmet of salvation, we are gods. Now the sixth piece of the sword of the spirit 
is the word of God. And the, the when you put when you know that word and you speak the word in faith, let me tell you, you become stronger than any weapon of Satan. Because the word puts Satan on the run from you. The word tells us that Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan. And that's coming from Luke 4, 1 and 4. He was led by the Spirit unto the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days, he didn't eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward was hungry. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command these stones that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall live by, should not live by bread alone, but by every word. Every word that come out. Uh, so the devil, Jesus overcome the devil, temptation by the word of God. And we can too. We can overcome the enemy with the word of God. Jesus spoke the word. And put Satan on the on the run from him. You know the word is our most. It's the most powerful offensive weapon against the enemy because it is the truth. It's the truth. It is. It will destroy the works of the enemy. The word will. See when the enemy come after you, you speak the word. Tell him the truth. Don't believe his lie. Tell him the truth, what the words say. God said it. I believe it. I'm going to take him at his word. Now, the seventh piece of, the, of your wall clothes is praying always in the spirit. Praying always in the spirit. Now, the only way we can pray always, always is not with our mind, but with the spirit. Because our mind is limited. But when we pray in tongues through the Holy Spirit, we are not limited. Because it is not no longer you. It's the Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit praying through you. So you will be able to pray according to the will of God. That's the only way we can pray to the will of God is through the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit knows how we should pray and what we should pray. We don't know the will of God. But the Spirit does. He knows the will of God. In Romans eight twenty six and 27, 
It says, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we are. But the Spirit is itself maketh intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the heart knows what is in the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Use your prayer language. It is the it is a powerful weapon against the enemy. Paul is saying that all these pieces that we need and they are available to us because we belong to God and God made them available for us in order to um, fight this battle that we are in. We are not fighting this battle by ourselves. We, because God is with us, and he has equipped us, he has given us the power that we need in order to, to, to defeat the enemy. We don't have to be defeated, because God has given us power over the enemy. The devil is a, a defeated force, and he comes as a roaring lion trying to seek whom he may, de- he may destroy. But you got power over him because your father already gives you the power over him. We got, we got, he gave us the power. He gave us authority. And we can command that enemy in the name of Jesus. We got the power to defeat the enemy. Because our Father gave it to us. And every piece of this this armor is telling us how and what we need in order to be victorious over the enemy. Now, it's up to us to use it. Because it is available for us to use. We have to. Put on this whole armor like Paul says. Because if we want to win, we got to have on the whole armor of God. I call it our war clothes. We put our war clothes on, and then we're ready to defeat the enemy with what God has already given us, his children. He didn't leave us uh, defenseless. He empowered us. With his word, he empowered us with his Holy Spirit. All those are weapons against the enemy. He gave us power through prayer. And when we pray and believe and take God at his word, we can defeat the enemy. But you got to use what God has given you in order to be victorious. And we are victorious. And we don't have to fight this battle by ourselves. Praise God. So I want to encourage you in my closing tonight to 
I want to encourage you to, and to, to, for you to rise up and take your place on this battlefield because we are in a battle and we are not fighting human beings. We are not fighting um, one another. We are fighting these satanic spirits that are using men and women to come against you. But we have power over those spirits. And we have have the authority to command them where to go. I remember when I was ha- I had a a dream or a vision you can call it where the enemy was after me. And you know we say there's power in the name of Jesus. Yes, there is power in his name. And this this demon was sneaking up on me in the back. And every time I turn around, I would say, in the name of Jesus, he will stop. But when I turn my back and keep on walking, he'll keep sneaking up on me. And I would turn and say, in the name of Jesus, and he will stop. So the Holy Spirit instructed me. He said, you got to tell him where to go. Tell him where to go. You got authority to command him. Because he would stop when I say at in the name of Jesus. But he, he wouldn't go nowhere. But when I said in the name of Jesus, he stopped. But when I command him to go back to the pits of hell where he came from, he had to go. And that's the, we got that authority through Jesus because he, God gave us that power to command the enemy where to go. And we're not in this battle by ourselves. It's God fighting the battle through us. We just got to be available, do our part. And let God use us and, 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 and fight this battle that we are in. We are in a battle, and we got to stand up and take our place and do what the words say. Because God will not leave us alone, and he will not forsake us. We just got to be a bold soldier in his army. And we are all soldiers if we are a child of God. We are all soldiers. And we just got to rise up and take our place on this battlefield and defeat the enemy. Because in these last days, the enemy is not playing. He is getting more bolder. And he is after you and your family and your loved ones. Because he is out to destroy. Because he knows his time is winding up. But you got power to overcome the enemy. All you got to do is listen to God's instruction. When he instructs you, you listen. I remember when Joshua them got up against the, the, the wall of Jericho, and God instructed them in what to do. And they follow God's instruction. And when they follow God's instruction, that wall came down. 
And it's the same thing with us. God will instruct you, and he'll tell you. He'll even tell you what to use. He'll tell you if you need to pray, he'll tell you, praise God, whatever weapon you need to use against him, God will instruct you. All we got to do is listen to what God is saying to us and let him instruct us. Let him tell us how to fight this battle. Because we serve a God that's all-knowing and all-seeing. He's our general in this army. And he hasn't lost a battle yet. And he's not going to lose a battle. So we have to uh, uh, be attentive to, to the Holy Spirit when it instructs us on what to do. Does God instruct and tell, tell us how and what to do? Don't go here. Don't go there. Do this and do that. And if we listen, we'll come out victorious every time. God give us prayer. He give us um, all these different weapons that we have that we can use against the enemy. If we listen to God and his instruction, when he tell us where to go, what to do, and how to do it, we will be victorious. Just like Joshua and them, they, they followed the instruction that God gave them. He gave them the instruction, and we have to follow God's instruction, too, in order to win against the enemy. Because the battle ain't ours in, no, in the first place. The battle belonged to God. It belonged to God. He'll fight the battle. Through you, he'll fight the battle. But you got to be open up and for him to use you. Because like I say, it's time now to give the enemy no ground. He done took enough ground already. So all the ground that he has taken, we can go and take it back. And when he come against your loved ones, and yourself, your family and stuff, we got to fight. We got to fight for them because a lot of them can't fight for themselves. That's why God give us intercessory, intercessory prayer, warring in tongues, praying for one another, praying for our family members that, that um, when the enemy attacked them, praying and when we pray, something happens. The word tells us that the, the prayers of a righteous man avail us much. And when we pray according to God's will, it avails us much. We just have to pray and let the Lord have his way. We just got to let God use us and don't be afraid because God don't need no coward soldier in his army. You got to be a bold soldier. Be bold in the Lord. You can be bold because you got the power, the strength, and everything you need in order to, to come against your enemy. The only power he got against you is the power that you give him. So don't give him no power. Use the power that you got to defeat him. 
because he's going around just like the words say, like a, a roaring lion. But he ain't got no power at all. He just roaring like a lion, but he ain't got no power. He can't defeat you unless you let him defeat you. Because God has equipped you with everything you need in order to um, defeat the enemy. He already gives you that. 